when candidates are searching for jobs, they're likely starting to research you by looking at a job description and then your website and seeing how they can fit into this puzzle piece of your company. And if they're not seeing this, we're losing candidates. Whew. Losing candidates because of what you don't have on your career site, that's rough. Hey, Spotlight listeners, we're happy to have you back. I'm Jill Shabelman, and in our conversation today, I'm talking with one of our stories, Inc. Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion experts on what matters with DNI content today. Let's jump in. In this session, we're talking about something really important, not just to candidates, but also to current employees. We're going to talk about how diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging has changed over the last few years. And there's so much that we can talk about with DEI and a topic this big, but we're going to focus on the idea of communicating DEI stories and what organizations in 2024 should be thinking about to effectively share their journey with all of their talent audiences. We're also going to share some research we just did on all 100 of the top Fortune best places to work for list and what they're saying about DEI on their sites. So don't drop off before that. Okay. With that, let's bring in my co-host for today, Shannon Edwards. Um, Shannon is an account manager at Stories and a former in-house DEI practitioner. She's one of our resident DEI experts and a key driver of her own eternal initiatives. So welcome, Shannon. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm super excited uh, to be talking about this today. I know you just mentioned, but before I even came to Stories, I used to be a DNI specialist at a Fortune 100 company where we help build the program from bottom up. So super excited to be here. A topic I'm always excited to talk about when you can combine two passions of employer brand and DEI together. Yeah. Awesome. Before we jump into the trends and the things that you're seeing, we're halfway through February and Black History Month. And this month really kicks off the major DEI celebrations for the year. And while today we're not solely talking about Black History Month, we're going to zoom out and talk about the broader DEI landscape. We definitely want to talk a little bit about what we're seeing with Black History Month this year. Shannon, how are you seeing companies acknowledging and celebrating Black History Month right now? Yeah. As far as external communication, I'm seeing the, the, the things we always see on LinkedIn, right? Some videos, a graphic post, sometimes messages from executives in your organization. But I have to say, I do feel like I'm seeing a little less content. Now, again, this is external. I don't know. I would assume internally you're seeing messages from your ERGs and BRGs. They're holding events. They're sharing messages. But I just haven't seen as much halfway through the month that I typically expect to see. Yeah, I agree. I feel like the beginning of the month was pretty slow from Black History Month content coming out. I've seen a few more things over the last few days. So I hope that We'll continue to see things ramp up a little more towards the end of the month. Thanks, Shannon, for that Black History Month interlude. Let's zoom out a little bit now and talk about what's changed in DEI um, since 2020. So what are some of the things that you've been seeing? Yeah, there's a few things that I've been seeing shift in DEI over the past three or four years that I think are worth highlighting. One of them is that more and more individuals don't want to have a different personality inside work as they do outside of work. And I've been saying this for years and I feel like I'm going to continue to say it because I, I just think people are getting more stronger on this stance. They want to show up as themselves in all aspects that they are and feel embraced by the company that they're working at. The second is that DEI is no longer looked at as something to do. It's becoming a mindset that I think we're hoping to see getting embedded embedded in every part of the organization. It's things that 
we're not just thinking about this when hiring and thinking about inclusion, but also when we're thinking about succession planning and, and even trainings for your team. Yeah, it, it's really important as we think about this mindset shift and embedding the DEI across the organization that really starts to focus more on the E or the equity part of DEI. Is that right? Yeah. Having DEI spread across everything means that there's greater equity amongst the entire employee population. A lot of it is measured right now by what's the percentage of Black and Latino employees and the percentage of women in leadership roles. And while we're striving to have equity in everything we do, okay, gap equity, even if you're meeting your goals on paper, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are having inclusion. And inclusion, if we don't have that, we're not really reaping the benefits of anything. Yeah. And it's so complex. Definitely. So on the topic of inclusion, are there trends that you're seeing on that side? So how can companies have a more inclusive culture? Yeah, I think DEI, we've always said that you've had to come at it at all angles. And this is something my old boss used to say is you're coming from, at it from top to bottom, bottom to top, side to side. And that really stuck with me because if you don't have your top tier management buying into it, as well as your middle management and individual contributors, you're not really going to get many places. And when you're focused on it this way, it can help drive a more inclusive culture. Some of the best things we've talked about now with DEI that can be approached in every direction. The first one would be like differences in, in generations in the workplace and understanding what matters to a multi-generational workforce. Also finding ways to embed inclusion and belonging into remote and hybrid work because that is the new normal. Everyone's in a hybrid environment and, and making sure that people feel included while sitting at their home computers is super important. And the last thing I would say is just a focus on mental health and, and being and making sure that we're all good upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all great things to keep thinking about. And those are topics that I imagine current employees really care about, but so do prospective candidates when they're looking at another organization. So what are you seeing in the recruitment landscape? Do you candidates really care about what an organization's DEI philosophy and programs are? They absolutely do. We saw a huge surge in this in 2020, again, around DEI, while things have shifted, it hasn't gone away. Even companies are considering changing their DEI strategies and priorities even need to know that potential and current team members are still very much in interested in this. And we're hearing this from our clients. They're saying, we ask them, what questions are you getting asked? What can we help you solve? And a lot of times that is around DEI concerns, um, super common. We even found some research to back this up a little bit. So we saw a study by Lever that found that 81% of candidates investigate a company's website to understand their stance on DEI. And they did all this before even applying to the open position. That's a huge number of people who they're looking to see if companies are really at least talking the talk. Yeah. If that number doesn't show the importance of DEI content, I'm not sure what does. And what I found interesting over the last few years is that in 2020 and 2021, we had this huge surge in companies wanting to create content specifically talking about DEI, what they were doing. And then in 2022, it died down a little bit and it shifted to this idea of, of course, we want to talk about DEI, but we want it just embedded across everything. 
not really specifically talking about it. And then in 2023, things shifted back again, where companies came to us like wanting to specifically talk about DEI again. And I think, Shannon, to your point, they heard what candidates were asking for, and they want to make sure that they're talking about it. So it ebbs and flows, but it's definitely not going away. And so to this point, we did some recent research because we wanted to see if our hypothesis is right, is that it's not going away. And so Shannon, tell us a little bit about what we found. Yeah. So our team looked at all 100 career sites of the Fortune Best Companies to Work For list, and we found some pretty interesting results. So the first one is that 75% of these career sites had some mention of DEI on their career homepage which also means a quarter of them didn't. Another thing is that we found 30% had DNI as a drop-down menu in their page navigation, making it super easy for candidates to find the DEI content on their page right away. 60% had their DEI strategy or philosophy listed on their DEI-specific page, and 44% of them included some type of measurement related to DEI or their DEI goals. Yeah. So if I'm hearing you, half or more of the great places to work list is being pretty upfront about their DEI philosophy and helping candidates understand it. Is that right? It is. But there is also so much room for opportunity with the DEI content on these company websites. So here are a few of the other things that we found. So only 36% of companies used real employees in their DEI content, like videos, blogs, stories. For the other 64%, if they used real employees, it was in picture-only format without a lot of substantive content. Another thing we found was that only 13% of sites had employee testimonies or quotes. The majority of those quotes across all pages were people like the CEO, or the chief diversity officer. And while these are definitely important, it's not showing how DEI is spread throughout entire organization. And the last the last thing that we found is, I'll share content-wise, is 31% of companies had some type of video on their DEI page, which is a great step. Unfortunately, there were many that didn't feature real employee stories, and there were things like, Anthem videos that might have used stock stock B-roll or voice or voiceovers, which it just doesn't show authenticity the best way in the employee experience. Yeah, those to me are really eye-opening findings. There's some good news, but it's mostly news of like, we've got some work to do here. And there's so many more ways that companies can be embedding the actual employee experience and employee stories into DEI content. And we know through research that's been done that candidates are really interested in finding a place where they belong, where they see people like them, where they identify with, where leaders are really serious about this. And I think companies are probably losing out on potential candidates when they go to a career site, can't find DEI content or if they find it, there's not a lot there really telling them a story. So it really seems like there's lots of room for improvement here. Cool. So Shannon, when we think about the opportunities people have, what type of content should people be thinking about creating in 2024 to really help tell their DNI stories to candidates or even to their current employees? Yeah. The first thing you can do is an audit on your current DEI content on your website and see what gaps need to be filled. From there, I'd recommend 
a few content themes based on the trends that we're seeing. Some of the big things that we're seeing is, again, employee stories that give a real inside scoop on DEI programs and initiatives. This could be videos of each of your ERGs talking not just about what the ERG is, what impactful events that they're doing, what programs you're holding and how those are making a difference. So I'm thinking mentorship programs, I'm thinking coffee chats or the book clubs that you might have. How are those making a difference? We want to see those these stories get backed up by leadership messages, by philosophies, and it should be represented on your website. It's a lot of good and hard work and it should be represented on your website. The second thing I would consider is stories of inclusion and belonging in the hybrid and remote work environment. We're in a remote world. And but though again, I said this earlier, but the people at home still want to be included, too. And I don't think this is anything that's going away ever. So just making sure that everyone feels that they're part of the team. How were they able to be involved in these mentorship opportunities, these team buildings? or leading their own initiatives to extend inclusion to others. And the last one is this focus on mental health and being across the company. And again, not just talking about programs, but more about their impact. Yeah, I think those are all great. And again, you've said this a few times, but it's not just about what is it? What is the program? What is the initiative? But like, how is it actually impacting employees' lives? What are the experiences that they're able to have because of their participation? And in these things. And we did a project a, um, a little while back with Train Technologies on mental health to, to your last point here and interviewed people throughout the company around the world in lots of different roles about their own experiences with mental health and the struggles that they've had and how they've been able to overcome it. And it was a campaign that was really driven internally, but I think it was really eye-opening for others to see and hear from their own colleagues, like what's gone on in their lives to, again, have someone to identify with, to feel like maybe you're not alone. And to also have leadership back up with this idea that they are really invested in the mental health and well-being of their employees. But I think it's a really great example of how to bring mental health and well-being content to life through employee stories. All right, home stretch here. Anything else we should be thinking about content-wise, Shannon? I guess we already said impact a lot, but that's one of the number one things. But I think it's also worth the mention that it's great to run campaigns on your social media channel of DNI celebrations like Black History Month or Women's History Month or any of the next months that are coming up that we're celebrating. But as we saw in our findings, it's important to showcase these stories all year round. We don't just need Black History and Black History Month or Latino stories in Hispanic Heritage Month. This content should be coming all year round. And when candidates are searching for jobs, they're likely starting to research you by looking at a job description and then your website and seeing how they can fit into this puzzle piece of your company. And if they're not seeing this, we're losing candidates from the jump. So we need this in order, I think, to get your best, you're the best fit for your company, the best candidate. Yeah, definitely. And I'm just going to highlight that stat again. 80% of candidates say they're looking at a company's website and trying to investigate their stance on DEI as they're considering job opportunities. So this is really important. So thank you, Shannon. This is all really insightful and an important way to start the year. And DEI content, like all culture content, needs to really be unique to your company and your team members. And we've been doing this type of work for over a decade now. So we have lots of examples. 
So if you're trying to work within your organization to get real authentic stories of your employees out in the world and you need a little bit more social proof to that, we're happy to help share. So reach out if you're looking for examples of what this could look like. And one final offer. If you're listening to this live or you're listening to it later, we want to help you. We are happy to do a free 30-minute call. We'll take a look at your careers website and the DNI content you've got on it to help give you some recommendations of how could you bring this to life in a little bit more of a unique way to help candidates really understand what the DNI journey is like at your organization. So if you're interested in that, no strings attached, 30 minutes with our team to just do a quick deep dive into your career site and the inclusion information, we're happy to do it. If you'd like to do that, reach out to me. Jill Shabelman, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn here and we'll get you connected to the team. Okay, thank you so much, Shannon. Thanks everyone else for joining. Have a great day. As always, thank you so much for listening in. If you're enjoying these conversations, please subscribe or follow the Spotlights by Stories Inc. podcast on whatever platform you listen in on so you don't miss an episode. You can also head over to storiesincorporated.com for more resources, guides, and tips on growing your employee story efforts no matter what role you're in.